Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My grace is sufficient to keep you from falling. And my teaching is entitled, Your Battle is Already Won. And my text is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 12. And I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 9. And I read. I'm reading from the New International Version. I must go on boasting, although there is nothing to be gained. I will go on to visions and revelations from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know, but God knows, was caught up to paradise and heard inexpressible things, things that no one is permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself except about my weaknesses. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth, but I refrain. So no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say. Or because of these surpassingly great revelations, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Now, the power here that Apostle Paul is making reference to is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. It's the same power that raised Lazarus from the dead in John 11, 144. The same power that healed the woman with the issue of blood in Luke 8, 43, 48. It's the same power that caused the woman who was bent over to be straightened up again in Luke 13, 10, 17. It's the very same power that came down on Jesus when he was being baptized in the river Jordan. And in Matthew chapter 3, 13 to 17. And the Bible said that the, the Spirit descended upon him like a dove. And there was a voice in the heavens that states, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. It was the same power, the same power that raised 
that came down from the heaven on the disciples when they were praying in the upper room in Acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 47. It was the same power that declared, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Matthew 17 verse 5. So Apostle Paul said, Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest upon me, the same power that I've just listed. And that is why, for Christ's sake, the Apostle says, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So, children of God, this was Apostle Paul's meeting with the church in Corinth. I'm not sure what time he met with them, day, morning, noon or night, but he met with them in Corinth. And Apostle Paul was sharing his experiences that he had when he was caught up in the spirit to the third heaven, to paradise. He went on to say that he held the revelation. He held all the experiences to himself for 14 years before he even revealed it to anyone. He held it to himself for 14 years. And Apostle Paul went on to say how he heard inexpressible things that no one is permitted to tell. And this was enough for him to run a campaign of boast on his experiences. And he would be justified in doing so. But he said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not a fool. But if I boast, he said, I will not boast about myself. Even if I should boast, even if I should choose to boast, he said in verse 6, I would not be a fool. So no one will, will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say. In other words, Apostle Paul didn't want anyone to think how great he is. He didn't want anyone to come around to say how worthy or praise he was. He should be praised. He should be praised of his goodness. He should be praised. Oh, mighty man of God caught up in the third heaven. What enormous spiritual clout you have, Apostle Paul. What enormous reach. What deep understanding to get to such a height. There you go. Apostle Paul did not want those human acclamations. He didn't want those human references and praise made to him. He said in verse 7, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Why? Because of the surpassingly great revelation, he said, that he had seen and acquired. And Apostle Paul didn't want to hear anything coming from anyone that makes him look good or makes him look he was all that. He didn't want that. He didn't want to hear anything coming from him also that permeates pomposity, arrogance, heartiness, and pride. And as children of God, I can tell you that the higher you go in Christ, the higher you go in the, your relationship, the more you become to know Christ, Jesus, the more deeper your relationship gets. It's the humbler, humbler 
you become. There is no pride. There is no pomposity. There is no great man of God or great woman of God. No. It's the humbler you become. The deeper you get in him. It's the more serving you become. You just want to please him. You just want to please him. You just want to know how his heart takes. What bothers him. What he concerns with. And you go by his grace. And take care of them for him. So Apostle Paul said in order to keep me from becoming conceited he said. Three times he pleaded with the Lord. Three times he said please can you take the pain away from me. Take this discomfort because it was obviously a discomfort, a thorn in the flesh, um, represent discomfort, uneasiness, embarrassment. Can you imagine sometimes he might be ministering and, 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 and he's embarrassed by, I don't know what the thorn in the flesh was. He didn't describe what the pain or the feelings were like. He just called it a thorn in the flesh. So he said... Um, Three times he said to take the pain away from me, the uneasiness, the embarrassment, the weakness, exhaustion, I suppose, and fatigue. I receive, he received from the thorn in the flesh. But he said in verse 7, Papa God said to him, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So children of God, this is what I came to share with you the first day of the new year 2023. We don't know what the new year holds. We have to just trust God for divine revelation. Um, what it upholds. But I know that great things in, in, is in store. And I know that if we come in alignment with his will, he will reveal his life, his will to us. Um, so great things is in store for us, but we have to come into alignment with his will, with the will of God. So have you got a thorn in your flesh? And do you believe in the power of the resurrection? Listen to the teaching next week on how you can deal with them. Holy Spirit is going to give me the resolve to give to you and how we deal with a thorn if you have a thorn in your flesh. Amen. And I'm going to pray. Papa God, thank you for this and the privilege and the honor of sharing and teaching this to your children. Give me the grace to undo, to untie the burden. Grant your children a receptive understanding and open heart to hear from you so they can apply them to their resolve in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. And just to remind you to share. Share this word that you hear. Share it to your contacts. Share it to friends. Share it to your families. You might never know, children of God, the word which is quick and powerful 
sharper than a two-edged sword, can do something to the heart. It can cause a change. Prior changes things. So share and God will bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. So Pastor Sandra, checking out now until next week. God bless.